welcome everyone to another episode of Classroom to Staffroom where we talk all things teaching. I'm joined by my co-host Jody Epia. How are we all? I'm Miles O'Kane and we look forward to taking you all along for the ride. Week eight, my man, just over two weeks to the holidays. How are we travelling? Happy, sad, enlightened. It's one of those things where this part of the year we've you've just got to head down, bum up sort of thing. Yep. And just get your way through it. It's one of those ones where combination of the weather plays its part, assessments plays its part, report writing plays its part, but this is just one of those times where we expect to have this anyway because we know it's about to come around. It's the term two, term four, week seven, <laughs> yep. week eight, isn't it? Reports yep. are due, comments are due, maths, we have a heap of assessments, lower mm. school, upper school exams. It's really busy, man, and it's um, getting easier for me over time, yep. but it's definitely if you're smart with your time and you're methodical with your your marking and processes you can make you can get through it but there is times where it can get overwhelming at times oh you're absolutely right with as long as like as time has progressed your teaching experiences teaches you get on top of it early yep chip away at it don't just leave it to the end and do a big rush towards it the more you chip away even if it's 10 minutes 20 minutes towards marking or towards writing comments Anything that you can do to make it easier actually works off in the the long run. Less stress, less whatever else. But forming those structures in place with your students also helps because the expectation is they know what to do and they know what to do when they come into the room, get into their work. That also aids. And you're right, and we we keep saying it's like it's now you're starting to reap the effects in those lessons for that hard work put in early term one because you've trained those procedures and now you're you're sort of, at least I I know I am, uh, you you tweak and as you go. Now there's not whole scale drastic changes. Um, My highlights for the week, um, I think, yeah, just on that, I think with so many assessments going on at times, students can sort of get overwhelmed with it. Most of my experience with my students during these assessments, last assessments, has been pretty good. There's been... A little apprehension there, I guess, but they've been willing to, to challenge themselves. And it's more, they do well, awesome, but it's more just the not giving up to get through adversity yeah. a bit, to work through it, which I've, this time around or this year around, I don't know whether I'm just a bit more positive about it all, or it just seems like there's definitely improvement there, which has been pleasing to see. Yes. I'll jump on that one in regards to that, like watching the kids, um, knowing that they're put in the hard yards. Yep. And I would like to see the contrast between, let's say, we carry on with our same classes next year. Yep. And just to see how they change even more towards their work effort, towards their work, how they apply their math, how they apply their work and so forth. I look at some of the kids that I had in year seven and now to see that I've got them in year nine, just to see their work ethic. Yep. That some of them changed because I didn't have them in that year eight year. But to see them having to come back on and go, oh, I've got to put my head down, keep working, keep working, keep yep. working. I think it's nice to see the work ethic actually coming through and understanding that anything they can do, they can do everything in, as long as they apply themselves. Yep. Then the biggest thing that I'm finding, but if I look, if I look at one of the low luck, let's say, is some of these kids still don't have the natural want and drive or desire to extend themselves because it's the, it's better for them to do so. Yes. Some of them are just happy just to come to school and catch up with friends and sit down, do some sums. Just fly under the radar a bit. I think you're right on that. I think it is. If you teach students a work ethic and a bit of discipline around that, they can do most things in life. Yeah, And I have to find myself constantly getting back to maybe it's not just about the math. Maybe it's about the math frustrates you or it's difficult, but you're working through that so you then take that lesson outside the classroom and apply it to your life. My low light, I'm not low light, one of the harder points this week has just been getting towards the end of term, man. The, 
emotional crash hasn't been that bad so far touch wood this term but it's definitely i'll start mm. to yeah, drain of energy a bit quicker these days compared to a, I don't know, week two or week three in the term yeah so it's just be able to maintain that as well i think as the older i'm getting it's becoming more of a balancing act as well <laughs> the ripe old age of 38 man Oh, well, 38 going on 70. But it is, like it is, I know like I've got to rearrange like my, my to-do list and task list and yeah. when I'm sort of more focused in the morning, the more cognitive required yeah. tasks yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. doing compared to the afternoon. On that, we I want to do the left field question this week because I yeah. forget about it. You go to teaching snacks during the day. Oh, yeah, good question, eh? Wow, that's a real good I'm putting question. some work into these these days. Hey. I know. I know. Hey, on... If I've got if I've got the stuff at school, man. Yep. Toast, brother. To- you are going toast, through. A, yes, yeah. I've been noticing that. You do. Are you going through a carb phase? You're going through <laughs> no. a liking of toast phase. Toast phase and like um, peanut butter, bro. Peanut <laughs> it's so butter. good. <laughs> well, we have this conversation the other day where you made toast. I'm like, it's probably one of the best feeling yeah. things in the morning. I I have to go if I t- have any sugar around me. I just go crazy, man. So I, I have to take everything of sugar away from me. Otherwise, I take one like little Mars bar yeah. and I'll have like a whole fun-sized packet. <laughs> but we have just been going um, the spicy like, barbecue nuts oh, yes. at the moment yeah. by the handful. They're awesome, man. <laughs> that and a few muesli bars through the day seems to, seems to get me pretty well. But it's, it's, it seems to get me through quite well. It's, it's interesting looking around and seeing what teachers go to. Seems like our department, a lot more fast food coming through these days. <laughs> Yeah, I too, but I think, I think it's important as well. I think you, you need to sort of maintain those energy levels. <laughs> How many coffees do you do a day? I don't do coffee break. At all? Oh, well, I'll, I'll have one, maybe two, but not, not during the day. I'll one have, in the uh, morning? Nah. Nah. You wake up without coffee. Right. Always done that? Don't need coffee, brother. That's yeah, actually good. I'm actually a bit jealous. I was actually thinking today, like I was late to my coffee. I was like, could I go a natural wake up or a not coffee wake up? I don't think I can. <laughs> but I want to get there at one point. Right, I tell you what, I've never been like I'll drink coffee if yep. it's there. I won't. I won't push someone out of the line to have, have get, get the coffee first. Yep. Um, I'll drink tea if tea's there. I'll drink water or cordial. In, I'm, I'm not really a. Yep. But I, I wouldn't consider myself a coffee connoisseur in a sense because, but when I get a coffee, I just drink it like it's water, and then that's it. Mm, doesn't make me go anyway. Don't ask for your razzle dazzle topping. That not hazelnut coffee. <laughs> Three shots of caramel. Right, like, so people go, oh, you shouldn't have coffee before you go to, uh, go to sleep. But if I have a coffee at night, I still put my head on the pillow. And- I hate you so much right now. <laughs> if I have a coffee after midday, I don't sleep for like three days, man. <laughs> oh. Where's my missus, bro? She's, she loves her coffee. Yeah. She, like, wake up in the morning. Yeah. I'll make her a coffee. Yeah. But it's almost like, because we're, we're actually going through fasting at the moment, so she's decided to get okay. coffee for 10 days. For yep. 10 days. Yep. Um, but can have a coffee... Uh, say after four o'clock. Okay. But she reckons at the beginning her headaches just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And as time progresses, it's a lot easier. But yeah, I've never really been a coffee slash, I'm more a cup of tea, but yeah, I'll, I'll drink coffee, bro, if it's there. Just all about the bread and peanut butter. Oh. Right, and like I, I had that conversation with my kids in class. They about said, the coffee or the peanut oh, no, butter? About the peanut butter, bro. I'm putting <laughs> peanut butter. Putting peanut butter on toast, bro. They 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 are uncouth young generation. <laughs> oh, you senior school students. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they really have. Uh, they're really evolving in their taste buds these days, aren't they? Those upper school students. Oh. Okay, so I'm thinking today's focus, as it's we'll probably focus a bit on um, the more intense parts of teaching, mm. behaviour management, mm. discipline, and things like that. 
I think maybe we take a step to the side this episode and look at, get back to sort of things that have made us laugh through our time in teaching or funny occurrences that's occurred with our time teaching. Um, you know, the lighthearted stuff that makes you appreciate that, you know, maybe that was a little bit crazy or a little bit wild, but you look back and go, there actually was some humor to that. Um, so I'll start this off. My first one, my man, is 2008. So I'm doing my final prac up at uh, the country school. Now, we, it was me and my friend who was doing a dip, I met during the dip ed. Yeah. Um, we got paid a bit of money through the education department to go do to the country scene to go to a prac for six weeks. We met another guy up there, prac student, and then there was a first year student as well. We were all sharing a house across the road from the school. So there's four, three practitioners, one first year teacher. So we had some experiences over our prac, mate. Obviously, you know, in bed by 7 p.m. each night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, had some yeah. bonding experiences. So it gets to week five, I think, of the six-week prac, and um, my final evaluation's coming up. So I'm sitting there a little bit nervous, thinking, you know, the competitive side's coming out, going to nail this. Couldn't get an external evaluator out, so it needs to be a deputy principal from the school. Deputy principal there at the time, very switched on. He's like, yep, yep, I'll get to you. I'll come to the evaluation. So I'm like, cool, here at the day before the evaluation, had this incredible lesson planned in my head, spent weeks planning for it. I'll never do this in real life, but for my <laughs> prac, going to absolutely blitz yes. this. So I'm up way hours in the early, <laughs> rehearsing every worst case scenario. Gets to the, so the next day, gets to the day of the lesson. I think it was a, a lesson after recess at lunch. So I'm lining my year eight students up at the time, all ready to go, drilling through my lesson. Can't see the deputy principal anywhere. I'm like, all right, let's get the my class into the room, settle them down and stuff. Finally, after a couple of minutes of them being in the class, my roommate, who's a first-year teacher, <laughs> walks in with a clipboard and pen. I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah. He's like, I'm your observer. I'm like, uh-huh. what do you mean you're my observer? He's like, I'm doing your evaluation. He's like, I'm not, but I'm here. I'm replacing you, so this will be – the deputy principal can't make it. He's tied up. <laughs> I'll do the practice evaluation, and I'm going to be serious. Uh-huh. Like, yes, I'm like, I don't like this, but I'm going to keep going yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. So we get there anyway, blah, blah. We get there, deliver the lesson. I'm making sure I'm hidden, crossing – all my dotting all my eyes, crossing all my T's, you know, bringing the fire. And then uh, I keep looking up and the lesson he's writing all, it looks like he's writing all these intense notes. I'm like, either I'm doing really well right now or he's been, he's writing some uh, not so good things. Gets end of the lesson, we catch up one on one. I'm like, oh, you're writing a lot of notes there. He's like, to be honest, man, like after the second minute, I was bored. So I started drawing cows. Show me his clipboard. There's like detailed pictures of all these different cows. I'm like, appreciate it, mate. So. Yeah, yeah. End of the story, got through the practice quite well, but then the deputy came the following le- uh, the following day and it seemed to all work out. But just when you think you know people, mate, doesn't seem <laughs> to work that way. <laughs> exactly, right. There's been so many, like, when you reflect back on uh, <laughs> things that have happened and you just made you laugh, bro. Yep. I, I, I go back to this one where we took uh, the whole senior school away back home and then Zed took the school away <laughs> for a camp. And when we take them away for a camp, it's usually a week long. And- yeah. You know, we, all the kids get into groups and then they get all, you know, they have to figure out their chants for their groups. They have to do all these sort of dances for their groups. Oh, yeah, nice. Right. And you allow the senior parts, senior school or students to lead it. Yeah. To guide what they're doing. So it's a whole school thing to senior school. Uh, senior school. Yeah. The whole senior school. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, it was at nighttime, bro, we got into a bit of spotlight. Bro, that was one of the funniest spotlight nights I've ever played <laughs> in, bro. It was, um, you know, when... 
some of the kids mustn't be clever, bro. For some reason, bro, they think they're whispering and nobody can hear it, bro. They were, they were whispering so loud, bro. You, could, you knew that someone was up in the tree. But what was what's the funniest part was one kid fell out of the tree. But that wasn't the worst. Well, the light was on, the light was off. <laughs> so, so we were looking around. You'd call that one straight away, wouldn't you? You falling out of the tree. <laughs> he fell out of the tree, bro. So... As he was hurt on the ground, we was laughing at this kid. Yeah. And but what was the worst, bro, was there was kids up the top and in, in the tree who actually kicked him out of the tree because he was the guy whispering. Oh, <laughs> he sacrificed his mate. Jeez, that's meant to be friendship, isn't it? Yeah, so keep your was, friends close. One. But then I looked at I looked at this other one, bro. Me and my teacher mate were standing next to each other. We, had, we both had this torch on this one kid, bro. Yeah. And he thought he was gonna be like the Flash. <laughs> And he tried to outrun the torchlight, bro. <laughs> just following him along. You see some crazy feats of athleticism oh. in spotlight, don't you? And then he stopped and paused, bro. Like he got into a position where he thought, "Oh, I'll duck behind this little bush, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Even if on a, he tried yeah, to crash. Six foot six. We just we just let him play it out, bro. And then he stood back up. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, you got me. You got me. <laughs> they, um, yeah, we camps are a whole new level, aren't they? I've been on a few camps where they go yeah. like senior schools camps yeah. and they do the skit night. Yeah. I've never oh. seen such competitors come out, right. man. Like it's nuts. I uh, very good. We're off and running. I um, so my next story. I'm fifth year into teaching. I'm back down in the city. I'm teaching south of the river. I second year at this school, I've been promoted to a demountable. So I'm out of the mainline <laughs> math department. I'm out uh, on my own, mate, on the oval with the demountables. Now, not just to set the picture clearly, I'm not one of the new demountables. I was like a 1980s demountable man, like falling apart, like just decrepit in there with my year eights. Used to call it the cage. Throw the new guy into that one. Oh, man, there you go. There you go, young buck in there. He's called the cage as I was walking in. Just time to inspire. You look in there and just feel sad straight away but it's, anyway we we uh we persevered and overcame so i'm back down in perth at this school had a year eight class at the time now i shared the d the, there's a uh, veranda about 30 minute 20 minute veranda between yeah. me and the other demountable nothing else around so two demountables out in the oval math office is about 50 100 meters away um so i'm sharing on the other demountable is a new teacher as well who had a year eight class she had a more, or he, depending who it was at the time, had a more uh, free will when it came to behaviour management, uh-huh. if you like, if you get what I mean. Um, <laughs> meant well, but just sort of learned yeah, a few yeah. things. So she, her class would go a bit crazy. Um, you go outside, about half the class outside, like just causing mayhem. Anyway, there was one kid in there I called the gatekeeper because <laughs> he, I'd see him initially at the start of the year because our doors opened towards one another. Like I mentioned before, a bell, and he would make his way to the door. I was like, that's all a bit weird. And then he'd kind of, I'd get back, so I'd go deal with my class, look out again, and he would have vanished. I was like, what happened there? And the door would have been closed, and he's found a way to lock. So the padlock, <laughs> lock the door back on. I could never think, I always just left the padlock to the side. Anyway, so the class is locked in, 20 kids, 30 kids banging on the door. I've got to go release that teacher's class. Happened for a bit and they had to keep saving her. I was like, oh, so it's all fun and games. And I'm just like, all right, let's deal with this. And then he disappeared for like months. So the gatekeeper's gone. Veranda's <laughs> safe again. We can get back into the cage. It's like, cool. And then like three or four months later, I'm teaching my class. And I'm halfway, midway through a lesson. 
and I hear the snip of the padlock oh. on my door. Oh, and I'm like, no. surely not. <laughs> the students didn't hear. I was like, cool, we'll just finish off what I'm doing and then just quietly yeah. make my way over to the door, do it pretty discreetly, try to open the door. It's jammed shut, man, going nowhere. I was like, all right, this can't be good. Wait another 20 minutes. Maybe I can't. No, nah, bell will go. He can't get out. Left my phone back in the office. Oh. Turns out, man, like I had to escape, had to like budge open one of the open windows, had me open for about 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Got that open as myself and the rest of the class are like helping each other outside of the class, getting to a safe lunch. So it's uh, oh, the things we do in the name of education, yeah, yeah, yeah. eh? Hey, what, six foot, what, what are you, six foot something? Six foot four, outside? mate, and 33 <laughs> kilos back those days. It was uh, the beanpole coming out the window, yeah, and it yeah. did, like it came, the view of the demand wall came straight onto the math department, man, in the office, so they're all just like raining on me when I got back in lunch. Like, hey, how are you going to be okay? And open your door. I was like, well, <laughs> it wasn't my shooting, they locked me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing we got taught in phys ed is that we always lock the padlock. <laughs> yeah, I learned the hard way, man. I learned, and they, because it's those old school locks, like they yeah, really yeah, do yeah. lock. Yeah. He was pretty gifted, though. Like he could make, even if the padlocks weren't there, this gatekeeper kid, he'd make locks out of anything. Like you couldn't give him a pen because he'd just like, be locking doors oh, like, wow. everywhere and like bending metal, whatever, metal objects <laughs> into different forms of keys. It was impressive. Oh, oh entrepreneurial schools right there. Got to reward some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find the good. I looked at uh, one of the one of the funny things that I've been that I've done over <laughs> with kids is whenever I in a sporting context whenever I've taught kids with sports and it's let's say it's a passing drill. Yep. I always get the kids to say, "All right, because you guys are not you, you try and do everything you can to set the scene, you know, get enthusiasm going, get encouragement, you know, get everybody going for it." Yep. Simple catch and pass, catch and pass, catch and pass. Yep. Right, and I'm, I'm a big believer in communication, so I get the kids to try and talk, and simply just saying, you know, say each other's name, know each other's name, and they start talking each other's name. It got to the point where, we're like, some of these kids didn't know each other, even though they've been together for a while. So they didn't know each other's name. I said, all right, all of you, the whole lot of you, boys and girls, your name now is Linda. Every single one of you is Linda. Okay. So all you're going to do is, when you're running and calling for the boy, you're going to go, yeah, Linda, 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 Linda. <laughs> you just hear all these boys and girls calling each other Linda, bro. And that name Linda stayed with them for about a good year. A lot of them started calling each other Linda throughout. And I said, look, the, you understand the reason why I'm getting it, but it was just a, it was just listening to them calling each other Linda. Yeah. Then I said, okay, whatever the beginning letter of their name is, put that in front of Linda. So there was a boy called Ben or something. And B. Linda. Yeah, Belinda. Bro. Ah, Belinda bro. And they started, but then they started creative. getting excited, bro. Yep. Like, but I stood back one time and just heard all these kids calling each other Linda, bro. And I was just cracking up, watching kids calling each other Linda over and over and over. Yep. But even the boys in court, well, the boys enjoyed being called Linda. The girls like didn't mind being called Linda. And yep. everybody was just having fun, bro. Yep. But I think when I look back at it, it's one of those things where you're sort of like, Man, this is actually really funny to watch. Every kid's calling each other Linda, and everybody's playing. And they're having fun with it as well. Yeah, that was it, baby. It was the funny factor in that one was they didn't realize by just changing a name that the enthusiasm lifted. Everyone was going for it. If anything, they they got loud because they called each other Linda. Linda, Linda. Uh, (laughs) Just just like that, bro. I've got a couple ones there. So it's um, it's interesting, like a teaching nicknames. I'll tell you that story where I ran into the window in the math office. Oh, yes. In front of the kids, and they called me Windex. 
for like a year had that nickname on my third year teacher. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> but but on the kids. Second one, like playing team sport, man. There there'd be like I'd known people for ten years, didn't know their real name. It's just uh-huh. their nickname. Yeah. And it's just like it's crazy how it's just all accepted. And like I went, there's no one on a football team has a real name. It's all just <laughs> nicknames. And to that day, when you see him now, I haven't seen him for years. It's still that nickname. Well, I don't even know who your real name is. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I think it's it builds the character, doesn't it? Oh, that's funny. I look at I look at so many like so many funny things. Sometimes it's just the way that a kid looks at you. Yeah. Sometimes like today I laughed at a kid because we had a game of shootout, simple game concept, boys versus girls, six times table, seven times tables, first to answer. Yeah. Boy versus a girl. Yep. Oh yeah, this girl was one girl in my class. She was she was shooting all the boys down until it come to this one boy and this boy shot her down. So all the all the girls started to lose. So this one girl came up and I, I set it up so easily for her, bro. I, I even sort of gave her a little bit of a hint what number I'm going to use. <laughs> and I just yelled out, seven times one, bro. And that kid, the girl looked at me. He shot it down. He got shot down, bro. The boy won. Bang. I, said, I even set it up for you. She was like, oh, I didn't know what you meant. I said, I, I said I'm going to. There's a lot of um, a lot of benefits in that playful competition, isn't it? Yeah. Again, again, yeah, the enjoyment factor definitely gets the learning over. My last one is the different times I've had to catch students truanting or wagging in different schools, and it's not a pride thing or I'm not going on a way to do it. It's just it just seems like it's crossing my path. I know, um, so teaching in the country back at the school I talked about earlier, you'd have to try run errands between like a dot pier or something or just quickly have to go to pick up the post because it wouldn't be there yeah. a day or two later or you, you don't want to miss the um the time of the arrival but like you go so you go and then all the shops were in one place and it was all a very small town you'd go into the post office and then it'd be like midday and you come out 10 minutes later and there'd be two of your students sitting there going what's going on sir and you're like shouldn't you be at school a you should have been in my class two hours ago b probably shouldn't be talking right now for C and you try yeah. okay, so you see you back in class but they sort of always get messed up man but you sort of you got just anywhere you left your class man it's always sort of back to this is going to be truanting going on it just got crazy <laughs> and I know one of my recent schools I was at there was a big um, like massive sets of playing fields soccer fields football fields next to one another yeah. and there's a local shop that opened up down the road like a local um, lunch bar and they made these wicked sandwiches um, I'd always go there for lunch to get the sandwiches, but it'd always be at the end of the other side of the oval and all the kids would be out there, yeah. whatever, doing their bit on the oval. But the trees were like on the perimeter. So the oval, the, to any tree in any direction, was like 100 metres. Yeah. So the kids knew me and knew my car. So and you see these like kid bolting out to either <laughs> side of the direction. Like, it was just nuts, man. And we're like back to that um, spotlight story. They'd be hiding behind like three of them <laughs> behind this tiny fern or something. Like that's A, I can see you. B, I know who you are. C, you put some thought into these people. <laughs> yeah. But it's... um. Yeah, like it is. It's just, it's just one of those things. With or like, I'll be coming, I'll be driving home early from school, and you just see kids walking off, and you drive past. Like, hey, what are you doing? And they yeah. all freak out. Like, I, you got to. I know who you are now. Like, I've seen you. I'm going to follow this up. Like, might as well go back to school. You just can't go anywhere, man. Like, it's, it's, it's just, yeah. Stay in kids. Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. Man. Stay in school. Well, if I have a quick add, one last one on. There's another one regarding that spotlight. Yep. Had this big kid, bro. He was. Yeah, everyone sent out, go and hide. But this one kid decided to hide on the front of the bus, bro. Like, <laughs> hold on to the grill. <laughs> so, 
doing the doing the diligent thing where you sort of look underneath the under the bus, shine the light under there, no one there for it. But this kid probably was holding on to the front of the bus and he could you could hear that he was struggling because he's quite a big kid and yep. he was struggling to hold on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he couldn't hold it for any longer. And he just made this weird sound where he did <laughs> We came around the front, shined it on and he, he was like Oh yeah, you got me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're hiding yourself, well, big fella. And and the home base was so if you got caught, you had to jump on the bus. Yep. Right, he hopped on the bus, and there was a whole lot of kids on the bus, bro. They were just laughing at the fact that this big kid tried to hold there for was it only about a minute, bro. He didn't even, it was just a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. couldn't go any longer, bro. He just gave up. There's um the kids actually the, the level of humour. I was telling you, I had a relief class last year. And, one of the students we know, he was pretty witty. I think there's, there's definitely a level of intellect to, to humour at times. And you do, yes. I think it's important for the kids to see that as well. And you do, like I listen to some of the things the kids say, that's borderline comic genius right now. <laughs> yes. Why don't you apply this logic in class? Yeah. You know, like it's just, it fascinates me yeah, yeah, yeah. where they are with all their different levels of intelligence. All right, I mean, I think that brings us to the end. Nice. So we're a few minutes under today, but we'll do better next episode. Parting wisdoms from your end. I think I think you just touched on it at, at the beginning, very Like, yes, there are going to be times when we got to put a lot more effort in because of certain behaviours or whatever else. Yeah. But once you get on top of that, there are a lot of fun things that happen. You know, you got to enjoy. You got to try and find that balance. You know, find the laughter and you know have a bit of banter with some kids. You know, laugh with some of the things that they they say or do. Shows the human side of you. It also lets them see that, you know, sir or missus actual. Yep. And they can actually have a bit of banter with them. But then it's also nice for them. I've got a girl in one of my classes, bro. Because we're both from, let's say, the Pacific Islands, she, she, she talks, tries to talk to me like it's like that. Right. And, and I allow that because I get where she's coming from. So you've got to allow, you know, a bit of banter is always good. But then also, know where that line is so yeah. they know. and it's funny too because I think she said something it was, it was something that was so in our language and I'm like what and she was like oh no no nothing said no nothing. <laughs> the quick back <laughs> <hey>? <laughs> it is and it's interesting once you train that line you can sort of tiptoe up to it yeah. you're able to bring it back as yeah. well no look my one is just yeah there's for the teachers out there listening there's a couple more weeks just yeah. over a couple more weeks to holidays Hang in there. That's right. Doing well during tough times. Um, and yeah, get the holidays, get some rest, get recharged for the rest of the year. Mm. But like always, thank you for listening and we look forward to the next episode. Nice one.